This is research news from UIC, the University of Illinois at Chicago. Today, John Larson, associate professor of psychiatry, talks about studies that he and biology professor Thomas Park performed using naked mole rats. The research revealed the rodent can withstand up to a half hour of hypoxia or oxygen deprivation, which may provide clues useful in developing new treatments for stroke. Here's Professor Larson. We've been studying the physiology of the brains of naked mole rats. These uh, naked mole rats are very unusual for a number of reasons. First of all, their lifestyle is rather strange to us. They live underground almost all the time. They hardly ever come out of their burrows. They have uh, large numbers of animals living together in a single burrow system. They have an unusual social structure in that there's a only one breeding female per colony, a queen, if you will. And there's a very strict division of labor amongst the other animals in the colony. There's some that will uh, work for defense, some that will work for gathering food and so forth. They also have a number of uh, interesting physiological adaptations to this environment. And there are some peculiarities of these animals that we don't understand, quite frankly. One of the most interesting is that they're very long-lived animals. They're about the same size as a mouse. Ordinarily, as a rule, bigger animals live longer than smaller animals. But here we have two species that are about comparable body size, but uh, one lives about ten times longer than the other. Uh, They don't seem to get cancer. They don't regulate their body temperature physiologically. And they live in an environment that is very low in oxygen. And so they seem to be very hypoxia tolerant, that is, able to withstand chronic atmosphere that's that's low in oxygen. Now, I'm a neurophysiologist, and what we study in my lab is uh, brain functions, particularly how brain cells communicate with each other in a process called synaptic transmission. The brain is actually the organ in the body that consumes most of the energy that's produced in the body. So if we look at oxygen consumption, for example, the human brain consumes about 20% of the oxygen that's taken in by the body. So what goes on in the brain is very metabolic dependent. It's very crucial that there's a constant supply of oxygen to the brain at all times. And even very brief periods of oxygen deprivation or what's called ischemia, when there's a loss of blood flow to the brain, can very quickly cause cell death. And if widespread throughout the brain and prolonged enough in time, will cause death. And this is what can happen during strokes or heart attacks and so forth. So we were interested in seeing if the naked mole rat brain tissue actually has adaptations that allow it to uh, maintain its function in a low oxygen environment. So we tested this in a couple of different ways. We measured the process of synaptic transmission in response to reduced levels of oxygen that we could supply experimentally. And we found that compared to uh, typical rodents like mice, the uh, naked mole rat brain can maintain its function at levels of oxygen one-third to one-half as high as were required for an animal like a mouse. A second type of experiment we did was to actually cut off the oxygen supply to the brain tissue completely and measure how long it takes until it fails in its, its electrical and chemical activity. And we found that this took three to four times longer in the naked mole rat brain than in the mouse brain. Now, we know that in mammals in general, that animals that are very young in the postnatal period 
are hypoxia resistant. And so our working hypothesis is that the naked mole rat brain, even at adulthood, fails to develop in the same way that normal mammal brains do, and that it retains some of this resistance to hypoxia that is seen in neonatal mammals in general, even in the adult naked mole rat. And so we'd like to understand the mechanisms that are responsible for this, because that may lead to treatments that could be used in conditions that happen to people when the supply of blood to the brain is cut off for periods of time. This can happen with drowning or with strokes or with heart failure. John Larson is Associate Professor of Psychiatry. For more information about this research, go to www.news.uic.edu, click on News Releases, and look for the release dated November 30, 2009. This has been Research News from UIC, the University of Illinois at Chicago.